The following podcast is a deep, shallow dive production. Okay, let's go. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday, December 29. So today will be the last episode of 2023. And so... You know, what I thought I would do is I spent some time yesterday trying to gather a list of really the top news stories from 2023, and I thought I would just kind of highlight these. I'm not going to like go into crazy depth, but it is interesting to to hear some of these, and especially the first one, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't even believe that was just last year. It feels like it was, gosh, multiple years ago. But anyway, I thought that would be interesting, thought that would be a kind of a fun way to end the year, but also bring back some some memories of what took place in 2023, in addition to the past two episodes, which pretty much recapped the Deep Shallow Dive, episode one through 80. All right, this first one, I can't even believe this was just last year, but January 2nd, Monday Night Football, Damar Hamlin's cardiac arrest. I mean, seriously, gosh, that feels like that was multiple years ago because you really did not hear much about his return, and he is returning. He has returned and is playing football, so I'm glad that young man is is healthy again. Okay, the next one, the Titan implosion. Man, I do remember that. That was on June 18th. The submersible called the Titan with five people in it was lost for... What felt like seven days, but it turns out they knew that it imploded right away on that Sunday, but they dragged it out until Thursday. So that was a little weird, and the entire thing was actually pretty weird. Okay, the third one, you know, this one was on October 27th. I honestly don't even really remember this one that well. I don't know, it didn't register that that well for me, and, and, and I feel bad. But it was the Lewiston, Maine shooting spree that ended with 18 dead. Very sad. Okay, let's move on to Kevin McCarthy's speakership begins and ends. I think we kind of pounded that one to nauseum with him. All right, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. Okay, and then... 2023 was definitely the year of indictments, at least for former President Trump. He got indicted four times in 2023, and I don't think his his problems are going to come to an end. I think they're just going to compound. Okay, number six, the death of Matthew Perry, Chandler Bing from NBC's Friends in October. That was sad. Probably the biggest story of 2023, I have to imagine this is the biggest story of 2023, that started on October 7th, which was obviously Hamas attacking Israel, and then what has taken place with that since with Israel's attacks on Hamas. Okay, number eight, I honestly did not even hear about this, and I'm curious if you did, but scientists identified what looks like a giant hole about the size of 60 Earths in the sun's atmosphere. I did not hear anything about that, so I have nothing to say about that. All right, number nine, this one was super weird, and it's another one that feels like it was a few years ago, but it was from January 28th to February 4th, and that was the Chinese spy balloon 
making its tour across America. I mean, what what was that? That was so weird. And the fact that we've never really gotten resolution, that's probably the perfect metaphor or analogy for really life these days. Something incredibly weird happens, like a spy balloon or a just a balloon, a random balloon that nobody knows what it is, gets to travel across America and we really never get any closure on what that was, who owned it, whose was it, what was it all about. Who knows? Who knows? All right, another big story this year was the student loan plans and the rulings and the repayments, what's going on with students having to repay their student loans. I have a feeling that's definitely going to heat up in 2024 as the election nears because of the need for votes. They want the young vote, and that young vote has definitely been affected for the Biden administration by the feelings of the 18 to 25-year-olds when it comes to how they view the Biden administration has handled this Gaza-Israel situation. All right, so that was from CNN. Now I'm going to jump over to, to the New York Times and let's see what they talked about as the 10 biggest, or I look back at the biggest stories of 2023. And this one focuses a little more on the business side of things. So the New York Times, number one was the world races to regulate AI. So I think that was a pretty big story throughout the course of the year. You know, the the pending regulation of AI, you had the Sam Altman getting fired and then getting hired back at ChatGPT. So I think AI definitely is going to be absolutely in the forefront for 2024. And like I said, I think there's going to be a decent amount of just tomfoolery when it comes to seeing things and then hearing things and trying to decipher if it's real or if it's AI. Okay, another big story. The PGA Tour and the Live Golf agree to merge. You know, that that kind of was in the news, but I don't even know if that deal has come to fruition because U.S. lawmakers got involved and wanted to stop that. So I'll be curious to see what happens there. The, the, the movies, let's get to the movies. Barbenheimer, that was the combination of Barbie and the movie Oppenheimer, neither which I have seen. So anyway, I don't know much about that, but Barbenheimer definitely captivated people for a good week or so. And like I said, I did not see either one of those. All right. What else? Silicon Valley Bank. Actually, the regional bank failures, which started in March, you know, that was pretty crazy. If you remember, it started with Silicon Valley Bank. I think it trickled down into Republic Bank for our first Republic. I'm sorry and then several others. And that really led to a consolidation of these small to mid-sized banks. I think that was part of something bigger. And I think it ties into the consolidation of overall banking across the big five banks in order to potentially set up the transition to central bank digital currency. So we'll see if that happens. Okay, another big story this year was the United Automobile Workers, and they conducted a historic strike. I'll be honest, I did not follow that story too much. I think the UAW and obviously the automakers being based in the Midwest, even though my roots will always be in Cleveland, Ohio, now that I'm living in California, I can't say I follow the auto industry as close as maybe 
people in the Midwest do because of the proximity of Detroit. All right, so there's that. Taylor Swift, she was in the news big time this year, conquering the world with her massive The Eras Tour, but then probably even bigger than that was her whatever relationship with Travis Kelsey, although I did use that as my first foray into covering current events. So Taylor and Travis, if all of that is true, I wish you a wonderful life together. And I hope you guys are very happy. All right, Sam Bankman-Fried getting convicted. Just to refresh your memory, he goes by SBF. This was the founder of crypto exchange FTX. So that was a crazy situation. A lot of celebrities got caught up in that because they were on the FTX, I guess, payroll to an extent in terms of endorsing the product and all that. That was a crazy situation. Okay, U.S. businesses face new pressures in China. That's a pretty vague statement, but I will say the relationship between the United States and China, obviously Xi Jinping did come to visit San Francisco and met with Biden and Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom, uh, a few weeks back or maybe a month ago. So we shall see what takes place, you know, at that meeting. More importantly, were folks like Apple Chief Executive Tim Cook, Larry Fink, the Chief Executive of BlackRock, Stephen Schwartzman, the Chief Executive of Blackstone. So there's a video circulating that shows, you know, all those big wigs at dinner with Xi Jinping. And so, you know... Was that to meet with the president or was that to meet with 20 of the most influential CEOs? We shall see what comes of that. All right. And then what else took place in 2023? Let's see. Elon Musk. Elon Musk definitely made some major headlines. He got into some serious spats with a variety of people. He dropped the F-bomb in a session with Andrew Ross Sorkin. And, you know, continues to kind of be a lightning rod of controversy in regards to X. Again, I've said it before, personally, not, I'm not tremendously active on X. I have more automations set up that simply post deep shallow dive content there, but I can't say I spend my time getting into arguments with random people on X. I do not do that. All right. So that's the New York Times. All right, I'm going to jump over to Entertainment Weekly and go over some celebrity and influential people deaths from 2023. And regardless of what I might have thought of any of these folks, especially the first one that I'm going to name, I do hope they rest in peace. So here's some celebrity slash influential people who passed away in 2023. Former Secretary of State Henry Kissinger, there will be a deep shallow dive coming up on him. Former First Lady Rosalind Carter, Jimmy Carter's wife, U.S. Senator Dianne Feinstein. I think we talked about that a little bit to nauseam with the term limits concept. Rock icon Tina Turner. That was sad. She could go down as having one of the greatest sets of legs to ever live. Matthew Perry, we've talked about that. The Price is Right host Bob Barker. Wow, that one, I did not, I did not uh, know that. That one slipped, slipped my radar. 
Another one I did not realize passed away was guitar virtuoso Jeff Beck. I did not know Jeff Beck died. Lisa Marie Presley at the age of 54. That one definitely was sad. Although, man, I feel like she was just a tortured soul. Okay, who else? Robbie Knievel. Oh, I did not know Robbie Knievel passed away at the age of 60. The son of Evil Knievel. Okay, let's see. Who else? David Crosby from the fantastic troubadour band Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. David Crosby passed away at 81. Let's see. Cindy Williams from Laverne and Shirley. She passed away at 75. Bobby Hall, famous hockey player, probably one of the best hockey players that ever lived. He passed away at 84. Raquel Welch, wow, probably one of the first sex symbols in the United States. She passed away at 82. I will say I did see Raquel Welch in Beverly Hills maybe 15 years ago. So what does that make her? She was probably 67 at the time. Man, she looked fantastic. She definitely did at 67. All right, let's see. Who else? Who else? Tom Sizemore. Wow, that that one definitely, he passed away too young at the age of 61. Probably most famous from Saving Private Ryan, but a bunch of other movies. I think you'd recognize his face if you don't recognize the name Tom Sizemore. Let's see. Who else? Robert Blake. Wow, the Emmy award-winning performer who was acquitted of killing his wife, Robert Blake. I forget what the heck role he played. Oh, man, I should remember that, but I don't. Okay, let's see if there's anybody else. This guy was this guy was sad. I actually really liked him as an actor. Lance Reddick. You, you'll recognize his face if you see him. He was only 60. He was one of the main characters in The Wire and then John Wick with Keanu Reeves. Very great actor, man. I really enjoyed him. That was, uh, that was sad that he passed away. Let's see who else, who else? I'm going through this list and trying to pick off trying to pick off some big ones. Oh, Len Goodman, the long-serving judge of Dancing with the Stars. I did not know he passed away at the age of 78. Harry Belafonte at 96. I always enjoyed him. He seemed like an incredibly classy gentleman, civil rights and entertainment giant Harry Belafonte at 96. Wow, 96. You can't be mad at that. That's a that's a nice run. Jerry Springer at 79, love him or hate him, that dude entertained a lot of people for a lot of years. So Jerry Springer, Gordon Lightfoot at 84, he's got a couple really good songs that I like. So rest in peace, Gordon Lightfoot. Let's see, man, this is a pretty all-encompassing list. Jim Brown, probably, arguably the greatest football player of all time, and then became an absolute force in terms of civil rights. He passed away at 87. Rest in peace, Jim Brown. Let's see. We talked about Tina Turner. We talked about ah the Iron Sheik. I got to give a shout out to the Iron Sheik, my fellow countryman from Iran. Pro wrestler, probably one of the guys along with Hulk Hogan that really brought wrestling into the mainstream back in back in the 80s. So rest in peace, Iron Sheik. If you followed that guy's Twitter over the past several years, I mean, it was pretty, he was pretty funny overall. Just angry, always angry. So I, I, I know he definitely got, man, his body fell apart toward the latter stages, 
latter stages of his life. But I guess when you're a professional wrestler and you put that much pounding on your body for so many years, I could see why your body would fall apart. All right, Pat Robertson at the age of 93, the Christian Broadcasting Network giant that really played a huge role in the Republican Party. So he passed away at 93. Oh, wow, I I missed this one too. Ted Kaczynski, a.k.a. the Unabomber, he passed away at 81. You know, I might have to do a DSD on the Unabomber. I, I mean, obviously I know the story, but... I'd be curious to dig into that one a little bit. All right, let's see. Let's see if there's any other big ones on here. Oh, my God, I'm only in July. Holy mackerel. All right, let me scan this real quick and see who else. Tony Bennett passed away at 96. Sinead O'Connor, nothing compares to her. She passed away at 56. Wow, that's young. I don't know how I missed this one. Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, he passed away at 70. Bob Barker, longstanding host of... Price is Right passed away at 99. Definitely missing this guy, Jimmy Buffett, at 76. Man, that one surprises me. That really does surprise me because that dude looked like he had a super chill life. He looked like he was in great shape. I don't know, 76. I thought Jimmy Buffett would live to like 176. A couple guys from the sports world. Tim Wakefield at 57. Man, I do remember Tim Wakefield as a knuckleballer. And pitched for the Red Sox. That I, I don't know what why he passed away so soon. And then Dick Budkiss at the age of 80, probably one of the baddest linebackers of all time. Suzanne Summers, who played Chrissy Snow on my parents, one of my parents' favorite TV shows of all time, Three's Company. She passed away at 76. Man, that's young too. Gosh, I am surprised at that one. Former Indiana. Head coach Bobby Knight passed away at 83. That dude was definitely one of a kind, man. He was a force to be reckoned with. So Bobby Knight at 83. And then, oh, I holy mackerel. I did not even know that Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett's right-hand guy, you've seen him. Actually, you've probably seen him over the past year or two because the dude had like a visceral hate for everything crypto but I did not know that he died at 99. So Charlie Munger at 99. And then, like I said, we talked about Harry Henry Kissinger at 100 and Sandra Day O'Connor, the former U.S. Supreme Court Justice. She passed away this December at 93. Norman Lear, the writer, director, and producer who revolutionized primetime television with All in the Family, The Jeffersons, and Maud. Norman Lear at 101. 101, dude. That's a good run. That's a good run. Oh, I did not know Ryan O'Neill died, the heartthrob actor. He died at the age of 82. Let's see. All right. I think that is a pretty thorough list. Anyway, we're coming up on 20 minutes. That was a, you know, just a list of some of the big news stories, some of the prominent deaths. I've said it before, and I'm just going to say it again. I think 2024 is definitely going to be a wild and interesting year. There's going to be some themes that really, I think, play out from the discussions we've had over the past three months of this podcast. And, you know, the biggest one, I think, is going to be the central bank digital currency stuff. 
let's see what happens with these wars. Obviously, we've got Ukraine and then Gaza, Israel going on. You know, the situation in Taiwan with China, what's going to happen with that? We've got artificial intelligence that really came into the forefront this year. And I think next year is going to wreak absolute havoc in terms of the election and some other things, being able to distinguish what is real and what is AI. That's going to be a challenge. We'll have to see what happens with the economy and really the election, man. It's going to come down to the election. I think I've said it before, but I just can't see President Biden making it to the actual ticket. We shall see, though. We shall see. Stranger things have happened. Anyway, regardless, thank you, everybody, for all the continued support. I appreciate everything. We are going to really try and just do some really good episodes next year. I've got a bunch already listed out. As always, I'm incredibly open to feedback, both good and bad. If there's things that you know you think we should cover, please send those through. If you know me, you then know how to get in touch with me. Otherwise, you're welcome to send it through the website, deepshallowdive.com, through email, deepshallowdive at gmail.com. And I am on all the social platforms with a separate Deep Shallow Dive identity. So if you prefer to just send stuff there, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, X, anywhere, anywhere there is, we are there. So I wanted to wish everybody a happy new year. Have a wonderful weekend. Have a safe New Year's Eve. I always do like to say that New Year's Eve. I know it's cliche to say it's amateur amateur night, but in many ways it is. So if you are driving anywhere on New Year's Eve, seriously, please, please be careful, not only about your own alcohol intake, but just be aware, you know, as you're driving, as you're, if you're at a stoplight, look in your rearview mirror. You never know what idiot is barreling towards you who might be on their cell phone, three drinks in, five drinks in, looking at a stupid Instagram post and, you know, just, just pay attention, look to your sides, look to look, look behind you, look in your rear view mirror, just be aware. Nothing, nothing I want more than to have everybody emerge safe and sound and we'll get into 2024. All right, everybody, happy new year, call a spade a spade, and we will see you next year. This episode was brought to you by Boost Liquid Vitamins. Wake up, take your boost, start your day. Drink your vitamins, build your immune system with Boost. Available on Boost.com.